This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field. Going to be a tough play. Jeter on the run. Makes the play. And flies into the stands. Oh, what a play by Derek Jeter. There it goes. Deep to left. Really deep. Oh, my goodness. What a shot by Aaron Jones. of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. No, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees win. Ah! Yankees win. I mean, how do you even get excited about this team right now? How does one even get excited about them? I mean, you watch these games and you just you just see this team dog it. There doesn't seem to be a desire. There doesn't seem to be that drive. It just seems like they're half-assing it. And maybe this is just me. You know, it's easy to sit here and say that from the couch, but it it doesn't, because I, I've watched this team for years now, and it's that same look, it's just that same feel. Does anybody have that drive? Does anybody want to be mean? Does anybody want to do nothing but win? And only win. It doesn't feel like that. You know? The Yankees are, are beating people to make statements. The Rays are actually making statements by responding with wins. They're hitting homers. Chapman hit Brosseau the other night. Or he threw at his head. What happens next? The Rays don't come back and hit the Yankees. No. They respond Brousseau comes out here and he just tears us apart. Hits two bombs tonight. <clears throat> I mean, this team's a fucking joke right now. 20 and 15, four and a half back. And while the division isn't over, it's not as likely as anybody would like it to be. It's September, guys. This is a 60 game season. You've got 20 something games remaining. You got no more games against Tampa. That's it. You had your chance to get them there. Now you got to rely on them losing, and then you have to start winning. That's very. That's going to be very difficult. So you know what? The division chances right now are not looking too good for the Yankees. They've got to snap out of whatever the fuck this is that they're in. They've got to snap out of it really quick. And I'm not even talking about the division. I just want them to be awake before the fucking playoffs come around. I'm sick of it. I'm sick and tired of watching this team just fucking dog it. What's going on, guys? Rob Carbone coming at you with episode 153 of BD4. Episode 153 of the podcast of BD4, where there's no better way to get your Yankees in Knicks analysis. Um, Yeah, I hope everybody's doing all right. I hope everybody else is doing well. <laughs> I'm not doing great right now. Watching this team is just giving me a headache. Um, 
it's making me so frustrated, but here we are. Um, the, the, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this, you, you watch these games and you just get so pissed off. You can't do anything about it. You know, you can't, maybe they're just, maybe they're just so lackluster because there's no crowd and it's the Bronx and the Bronx is usually popping. Maybe that's it. Maybe they just need fans there. I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. I'm so tired of watching this shit. It is so bad. And look at they're 20 and 15. That's a mediocre record. That's a pretty, you know, man season right there. Oh man. I mean, what do you say? What do you say at this point? Just watching this shit. It's the same thing. Every game. Let's get a recap. Oh man, where do we, man, I mean, all right. So Garrett Cole, um, you know, our ace, the guy we got $300 million for to go and pitch well in games like this. Um, he goes out there in the first inning. Um, it just doesn't seem to have it again. By the end of his night, he allows two home runs, two more home runs to his hefty total on the season, which I think, um, at least at the time, it led the league. Two home runs, four total runs in five innings, eight more hits, four walks to those eight hits. Just got banged around. Just didn't throw strikes. Didn't look good at all. Um, on the flip side, Tyler Glass now just mowed down the Yankee lineup. Uh, I believe he was pitching a no-hitter for maybe five innings, if I can remember correctly, <laughs> which was nice. <laughs> Fucking Christ. Um, you know, but Garrett Cole on the flip side, again, didn't look good. Home runs left and right, hard hits, um, kicked out of the game after four innings. Um, Nick Nelson comes in relief. That guy's a fucking bum. I don't know why he's even on this roster. Um, nobody with talent. Nelson comes into relief in the, in the, uh, sixth inning and he allows, uh, three hits, in just that one inning and one more run comes across to make it five, nothing raise after, um, after six innings of play, you know, glass now just mowing them down. Cole just getting mowed, just getting plowed. Um, it, it was ugly. It was ugly. Um, I mean, what else do you say? Again, it's hard for me to really say much right now because of the way this team is just playing. They're just so lackluster. Check swinging, you know, undecided, indecisive up there, undecided. I'm, it's Glass now ends up going six total innings, um, two hits, no runs. The only Yankee runs um, come later in the game. Gio Urshela hits a home run in the seventh, a solo shot, and then Luke Voigt stayed hot, and he hit another home run in the bottom of the eighth. It was a two-run shot to make it five to three raise, but the Yankees couldn't come closer. You know, just those two home runs off of uh, Garcia on the raise, and that was it. You know, <laughs> that was it. The Yankees couldn't come closer. Five to three, they took that loss. Garrett Cole took his second loss as a Yankee, his second loss in a row. Um, and, um, yes, that was, uh, not pretty. See Nick Nelson there. If you're watching the podcast, gives up a single to a runner on second with two outs. And that's what made it five, nothing. Um, and then, yeah, 
I mean, you 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 saw the game. You saw the game. <laughs> okay. Glass now fucking pitches, man. That guy has movement. He's got velocity. He's got pinpoint accuracy. Well, he does walk a lot of batters, but for the most part, he hits the spots. He's a damn good pitcher. Him, Blake Snell, Snell and Glass now, and then you got Morton, who just returned tonight. That's a damn good rotation. And you got some good complimentary guys at the four and five spots too. Um, but wow. So Glass now shut the Yankees down. Um, Garrett Cole could not get it done. And the Yankees take the five to three loss um, in that first game. Oh, man. <laughs> what do I say? I want to scream. I really want to scream right now off the top of my lungs. I do. I do. But I've got neighbors. I've got a family that's trying to sleep as it is 1.30 in the morning, Thursday. I've got class today. First day of class. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, stop fucking around. Let's let's go and recap. Um, let's go recap game two. All right. Game two. Let's see. Was this Tanaka? This was okay. So this was the game where um, Lemayu actually had two home runs in the first inning, one one to left field, and then later in the third inning, uh, Lemayu knocked one to uh, opposite field. Uh, it was two nothing Yankees after three innings. All right, so maybe we're gonna pull this one out, right? Yeah. Um, and then Tanaka here on the other end. Pitching a really good game. Uh, he's been good for the Yankees. Six innings, three hits, a walk, um, a hit batter, which was intentional, which we'll talk about at the end of the, uh, once we recap all this. Um, and then just two runs, across, two runs across six innings, which was a home run to Kiermaier uh, in that top of the fifth to tie the game two to two. But, you know, Tanaka pitched well outside of that. Clint Frazier gave him a little bit of help with a nice, nice diving catch in the sixth inning to collect the second out. Um, let's see if we can find that clip, the Clint Frazier highlight. Um, let's see. No. Here it is. Hell of a dive there by Frazier. Full out, full out dive. So look at that. If you're watching the podcast, you can see the highlight. Um, Hell of a dive. And his defense, his defense has improved. Clint Frazier. I gotta I gotta give Clint credit. He's been good. Um, but yeah, the Yankees score their runs um by a little league home run. That was the big hit of the night. Gio Urshela hits that triple, um, drives in all three runs, including himself, um, as Kiermeyer misplays a ball in center field, which I loved. I can't stand Kiermeyer. But yeah, a little league home run by Gio Urshela to tack on three more runs for the Yankees makes it five to two. Um, after six innings of play. And, uh, you know, that was pretty much it. Johnny Lasagna comes in to toss the uh, seventh, gives up a home run to Adam Adames. How the fuck do you say that? Adamus? Adamus. Um, and, and it was five to three Yankees, um, and they took that victory. Uh, Chapman obviously headhunted there in that ninth inning. Um, Brousseau, which caused a little bit of a bench-clearing uh, <laughs> altercation between the two clubs, but... That ended up getting Aaron Boone suspended, Kevin Cash suspended, and Chapman, which, again, we're going to talk about that in a second. But, yeah, Yanks won that game, so a little bit of a tease in Game 2 with the victory. 
Oh shit! There's that highlight. Um, game three though. Let's get, let's just get to game three. We'll cut right to it, and uh, we'll, we'll get our discussion going after this. Game three. Uh, Yankees two. <laughs> the fucking Rays. <laughs> fucking five more runs, and this one was really ugly from the start. You knew they were losing as soon as Montgomery started letting up big hits in the first inning. Jordan Montgomery's actually been very good for the Yankees up to this point. Um, he's been very solid. It was just that one start against Boston earlier in the year, but outside of that, heading into tonight, he was very, he's been very consistent. But he didn't have it. He did not have it in this one, guys. Um, a double to the first batter of the game. Uh, a double, and um, just ends up getting getting just blasted. I guess is the word. Five hits, four runs, two homers, and pitches just two-thirds of the first inning before he's getting the boot by um, Yankee bench coach Joe, uh, oh no, Carlos Mendoza, because Aaron Boot suspended. <laughs> so Montgomery looks like shit, puts the Yankees in a 4 nothing hole right away, and... um. You know, it was a home run by, I don't know this guy's name, Arena. Oh, fuck. And then two home runs tonight from Brousseau, who responds in the most perfect way. Oh. He hits a home run his first game in that first inning off Montgomery to make it 4 nothing, And then Holder doesn't make it better, making it 5 nothing in the fifth inning. Uh, Brousseau hits his second homer. Let's see if we can fast forward a little bit with a clip. Um, yep, 5 nothing. After five innings. And the Yankees muster up just two runs. Just two. Just two. It was, um... Who was it? Let's see if I have it in my notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Clint Frazier hit a home run in the bottom of the six. It was a solo shot because, of course, the Yankees can't get on base. He made it 5-1 to one after six innings. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, Ben Heller got tossed. That was in the top of the fifth. That may have been unintentional. It looked like it was an accident, judging by his reaction. Unless he's that big of a pussy to where he's going to fake it like he didn't mean to do it and not man up to it. But he got tossed. (laughs) No benches cleared tonight, though. Kept their social distance. Um, but yeah, he, he, he got tossed in the, uh, top of the fifth but in the bottom of the sixth was when Frazier hit that solo shot and uh it was him hitting one and then in the top of the ninth um with the guy on second base forget who LeMahieu drives in a run uh, making a five to two Voigt then took the plate as the tying run but grounded out and that would be the end of the game all right so yeah uh, <laughs> Yanks keep losing, man. They they just uh I don't know. I wanna ran, I wanna yell. I really want to yell. And I might. I need to get it out of my system. But listen, it, it's not good. You know. Um offensively, the bats outside of DJ LeMayu, Luke Voigt, and maybe Clint Frazier. Um nobody's really producing. Throw Geo in there too, because he's been good. But nobody else is really producing for this team. I mean, you look at the team, let's see if we can you know, I mean think uh we'll pull it up later but 
you got fucking Brett Gardner hitting in the 100s. You've got Gary Sanchez hitting in the 100s. Both of them are playing every day. Tyler Wade playing every day, hitting in the 100s or a regular. Um, Mike Ford, a regular, hitting in the friggin' 100s. How many guys in this lineup can't hit the ball? Aaron Hicks, batting friggin' third every day. Third. And he's hitting 220. <laughs> yeah, he's had some clutch moments for us. But stop batting the guy third. Bat him nine. He's a good nine hitter. Occasional home run, and he walks a lot. Bat him nine. Got LeMayu hitting friggin' 400 out here. Nobody's ever on base for the guy. He's an automatic single, at the least, every time he's at the goddamn plate. Nobody friggin' gets on base for him. We don't score runs because nobody else in this. We got like six or seven guys hitting below the league average. Maybe more. I mean, the Yankees as a team, as a friggin' unit, are hitting in the 240s. You take away LeMayu's 400 batting average? What the hell does that give them? I mean, Jesus Christ. And yes, yes, I know. We're in an era where batting averages and everything. It's all about OPS and ex-Roba and this and that and war this. But you still need to be able to balance that power with some contact. You need that. And I say it every damn episode. I know it's tiring, but it's damn true. You need to have those guys who know how to make the ball, make contact with the baseball. Home runs are great. Yankees hit a lot of them. Walks are great. Yankees hit a lot of them. But you need those guys who are able to hit the single, double, triple as well and balance it out and make contact. How many guys on this team are hitting over 280 with a strikeout rate less than 20%? Probably one or two. LeMayu's got to be one of them. I don't think there's anybody else. Stanton? But that's not sustainable for him, and he's hurt. I mean, Jesus Christ, there is no balance. It's just power. It's just strikeout, home run, walk. Strikeout, home run, walk. You don't get those at-bats from everybody else like LeMayu does. You don't get that from much. I mean, him and Voight, productive as hell. But you got so many guys just automatic, automatic outs, automatic fucking outs. And they're in the lineup every damn day. Aaron Boone just throws them in there. At this point, why not just put Estefan Florio out there instead of Gardner, who's clear, clearly toast. I wouldn't be shocked if Davey Garcia doesn't get another shot in the rotation. Six shutout, too much for the Yankees. No more. I mean, shit. You're sitting here 20 and 15. Time's kind of running out on you. Yes, you've got, you still got some, but it's not looking good. It's not looking promising for the Yankees. I mean, they're just getting bitched by the Tampa Bay Rays this season. Bitched. And you know what this reminds me of? I mentioned it to my buddy tonight. Texted him. It reminds me of 2018. 2018? Yeah. 2018, when the Boston Red Sox just completely manhandled the Yankees every time they faced them. That was the year Boston won the title. That's what this reminds me of, the Yankees and the Rays. The Rays are just completely bitching the Yankees around, just completely bullying them. Yanks get bullied. They're completely bullying the shit out of the Yankees. They're trash-talking them. They're being making their smirky comments in the dugout. And they have every right to because they're producing 
victories. They're winning. They're not throwing at us. No, they're winning. They're they're answering by winning. What is it? Two out of fucking 12, 10 times we've played them so far? And that's it. That's it with the race. We're done. So we've got to we got to rely on them losing now to gain ground. And we got to start winning. I mean, it's just it doesn't seem promising to me, the division. And you got the Blue Jays who are just one game behind. Let me check as a matter of fact. Let's go to the MLB standings and I'm pretty sure the Blue Jays are just one game behind us. So we got to watch the hell out. I know it's a 16 team playoff format this year. But yep. There's Toronto, just one game behind us, the Yankees. Wow. Four and six, last 10. Here are the Rays, 26 and 12. I mean, it's just... The Yankees go on to play Baltimore. They got a quick one against the Mets tomorrow, but they got Baltimore for a couple of games after. They got to beat them. <clears throat> but it doesn't look good, guys. does not look good. <clears throat> doesn't look good. Um, yeah, offensively, where the hell is your consistency outside of you know a handful, a, a couple of guys? Man, if I could clone DJ LeMayu eight more times and say fuck off to everybody else, I'd do it in a damn heartbeat. He's the guy in this scene that runs, that runs everything. He's the goddamn catalyst. I don't give a shit about your power. If you can't figure out a way to make contact, you're not going to fucking win a damn game in October. You're not going to win the World Series. And we see it every friggin' year. We see all these World Series winning teams, especially of late, being teams that can make contact while having that power. The Nationals, the Astros, the Red Sox, every damn Yankees World Series winning team, even. You go all the way back to 09. You know, that team knew how to hit. They knew how to slug, but they knew how to fucking hit. They didn't strike out over 30% of their at-bats. I mean, the K rates on this team, you know, you look at so so many guys are above 25%. So many guys are below 300 with the batting. Yes, yes, yes. The OPS, the OPS, I fucking get it. But we need guys who are consistent with the bat. We need guys who know how to hit the more frequent type of hits. The single is as much the home run is popular today's game. The single is still the most frequent hit in today's game statistically. And when you have like somebody like DJ, who's a singles hitter, being that that's the most frequent hit, he's going to come through more consistently on a day-to-day basis because he hits a lot of singles. And you're getting a guy who's constantly on base for you every single day. I mean, fuck, what's his war? His war's got to be up there. If you're a war guy, I'm sure it's, you know, he's probably not leading because it's a, it's a stat that you need a total amount of games for, but it's probably good. It's probably good. Yeah. I'm tired of this shit, man. What's with Garrett Cole, man? The ace of this fucking club. How many home runs is it? I don't know. He leads the damn league. I know that. He's coming here. Supposed to be this $3 million ace, and I'm not saying he's not going to. I'm sure he'll be fine in the end. He's the one guy I'm not worried about. But so far, you know, there is room for a little bit of uh, eh, concern. Blame Yankee Stadium, but he's been doing it in other parks too. 12 home runs and and 8 starts. At 3.9 ERA. 
It's not very $300 million like so far. Not so far. Not so far. What is it? What was the Houston pitching coach just magical? Is it the fucking Yankees? Just just not hitting for him and he doesn't have that motive. I don't is it Gary? I understand. I understand. He's got time left to redeem himself, but this is a 60 game season, folks. He's gotta start gotta start being that ace. Because outside of him and playoff Tanaka, who the hell else is gonna give you that consistency? You don't know. You don't know for sure, like you would with a Cole and a Tanaka in the postseason. That's what worries me. That's why I think the Yankees should have fucking gotten off their ass and and, and ponied up for the uh, at the deadline, but they didn't. They sat there and did nothing again. They're gonna they're gonna you know rely on in house options and and Davey Garcia was spectacular in his debut. But if they're gonna rely on that, he better start keeping keeping that up. Ah oh, man. I'm trying. I'm trying not to really flip out right now. I could yell off the top of my lungs, but I fucking am. I'm not. I'm trying my best. So Kevin Cash getting suspended was the most ridiculous thing in the world. What? For saying mean things? I mean, shit. What happened to trash talk? Little rivalry brewing. He gets suspended for saying he's got a bullpen full of guys who throw 98. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Manfred's a little bitch. Don't know why Boone got suspended either. I mean, I understand why they did it, but I don't think it was right. Chapman, I guess, is more understandable. But, Jesus, baseball has gotten so soft. Hey, the Astros, at least they got their punishment, right? But, man, this fucking Yankees team, I'm sorry. I I can't even talk about them any longer without getting sick to my goddamn stomach. There's no desire. There's no passion, no drive. You know, nobody wants to be mean, dirty. Dirty is probably not a great word, being that Chapman just threw 103 at somebody's head. But but you know what I mean? There's nobody on this fucking team that wants to win, that has that old school mentality that just wants to kick the living shit out of you and win, but and nothing but win. There's nobody on that team who wants to do that. You know, and so I'm not just trying to fucking... Listen, 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 listen. listen. I'm not... I don't enjoy being an asshole fan. I just do it because I know this team so well and I've said these things so much and I've ended up being correct year after year after year that it's like I it's going to sound really cocky and and, and you know, braggish but it's like I I feel like I know the outcome every year. That's why I'm always so harsh on them. Quote. You call it harsh, I just call it realism. I know I just listen by the end of October, it's going to be one of the few things I fucking mentioned right here. It's going to be the injury bug. It's going to be the fucking lineup being very strikeout prone. It's going to be the rotation not giving enough innings or effective innings, I should say. It's going to be these, you know, bullpen decisions or these heavily influenced by analytics decisions that Aaron Boone has. That's going to be the fucking downfall once again. One of those or all of those or some of those, it's, it's going to be that. And I say it all the time. I say this every damn year with this damn team. Those are always the underlying issues. Every year, it's those few things. Every fucking year. And yet, this team gets hyped up like they're like they're so special. 
you know, with the way they're talked about within the media and the way they promote themselves and the way the Yes Network tells you, whatever they tell you, you would think they've won fucking three more rings already. You'd think they're on 31 looking for 32. But shit, they're stuck on 27, guys. They haven't won. This whole process started, what, in the second half of 2017? 18, 19. It's been a few years, guys. We haven't won yet. So let's 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 calm it the fuck down. All right, let's fucking temper our goddamn expectations. And let's not fucking brown nose this damn team until they fucking win a fucking World Series championship. Until they start acting like the damn New York Yankees and stop acting like some small market pussy team. 20 and 15 getting bitched around by the Tampa Bay Rays who wouldn't even wouldn't even be able to fucking draw a crowd even if the season wasn't some special COVID shit. It's embarrassing. It's really embarrassing when you think about the payroll this team has. How much money they've got. All these superstars they hype up. Yet, every single year, we're going home early. Despite those hyped up expectations, despite those small market teams in this division, we're going home early. And now we're about to lose a damn division to the Tampa Bay Rays if they keep this up. I'm just fucking sick of this shit. I'm sick of this fucking bullshit. <laughs> Let's get to the question of the day. Let's get to the NYYMYK question of the day. And I guess we'll wrap this one up. First, let's take a quick break. Be right back. Hey guys, really quick, I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, you can find me on social media. You can find the links to my podcast and my blog. So that's all you got to do. Just go to my website. Go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com and there will be a page that displays all of my information. All right, guys, thank you. Let's get back to the show. It's so disgusting, man. I'm so sick of watching this bullshit. Um, yeah. It's what are you going to do at this point? You know, you just got to keep watching them. But as a fan, you know, it's listen, I know it's easy to sit here and, and, and criticize them so much. But again, when you when you see this shit happening in front of your eyes and you've seen it before and you've called it before so many times. It's hard not to get upset. It really is because I feel like I know what it is and I do know what it is. But every single year. They get overhyped again. They get overhyped again. They get overhyped again. Temper your expectations because this team is not as great as you people think. They've got so many issues and so many issues with a lot of weight, you know, that just hold them down. And everybody says, oh, they're hurt. Oh, they're hurt. Wait till everybody. We said that before. We've said it. You can't just rely on everybody being healthy because we haven't had that yet to begin with. Okay. But you can't just rely on that because, you know, players got to come back and get into a rhythm before the postseason. Okay, fucking Judge and Stanton and everybody else. How, what are the odds that everybody's going to be healthy, for one, and everybody's going to be effective and hot by the time the playoffs come around too, or the end of the season so we can get back in, in that 
first place spot. It's just, it's so delusional. Some of you fucking idiots. I'm sorry, but it is, it is. I, I can't help it, but laugh. Um, and when I'm right again, and I'll say it when the Yankees don't win the world series for an 11th consecutive season, you know, I, I told you so. And if they, Hey, if they do win the world series this season, guess what? I'll be the first one fucking celebrating for them. I just don't see it happening. It's just my opinion. Okay. I'm a fan with the heart. Sure. But I also use my, I just, I like to use, I'm a very opinionated person. Okay. So me saying, I don't think they have a chance at winning a title is not me being negative. That's not me just wanting them to do bad or cause that makes no sense. It's just me saying what I really believe is true. And if it turns out to not be true, and I'm all for that, I'm all for being wrong in this situation. But you know what? I really, really don't think I'm going to be wrong because I, I've, I've been right before, plenty of times before. Um, and I, and I don't see a drastic difference between this team and the Yankees teams that we've been witnessing the past couple of seasons. Hopefully, I'm all. Hopefully, I'm fucking wrong. But I'm telling you guys, I know what I'm talking about. All right. You can listen to the media. You can listen to all those, you know, 20-year-old, 15-year-old, you know, Gen Z, Gen Millennial, whatever the fuck Yankees fans who just, you know, love to love to hype up their team and, and you know, suck up to their favorite players. Sure, do that. But I'm trying to be as real as I can. I just don't love the odds here. I don't love it. When we always, we always have to play the if game or the when game, when he gets back. If he does this, we'll be fine. <clears throat> No. When are we going to play the game where we almost know, where we have that magical season that we know, we know they're going to take it all. I just don't ever have that feeling anymore. 2017 was the last time I had that feeling. And we got cheated. That was, that was, I felt like that. Oh, I always felt like that was the year. Last year in the playoffs, maybe with that LeMayu hit and then Chapman obviously serving up a slider too. But I still didn't think the Yankees had a chance. And they, they had to play another. They, if they won that game, they would have had to gun another one against Houston. I just, I just fucking don't have that feeling anymore. It's not inside me. I just don't love their odds. I don't think I'm making any fucking sense at all. I'm sorry. But bottom line, guys, I, I don't love the odds because of this offense, because of the pitching staff, because of the injuries, because of the analytical decision-making. And yeah, <laughs> okay, let's get to the question of the day. All right. All right, so last time out, um, since it was Jackie Robinson weekend a couple of days ago, we asked you um, how many all-star appearances uh, did Jackie Robinson make in his career? All right, uh, the answer to that question it is six. He made the all-star team six times uh, over his 10-year career. Pretty impressive. Uh, tonight's NYY, NYK question of the day. Um, I, I feel like most Yankees fans know this, but fuck it. What team was Aaron Judge initially drafted by? Wasn't the Yankees. All right, so one more time. What team was Aaron Judge initially drafted to? All right, so message me. Uh, the answer on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, don't use Twitter much these days, so better yet, um, it's better to uh, reach me on Facebook or Instagram. 
fucking uh, DM me, um, or you can comment the answer once I publish the podcast. Um, but guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for tuning in to BD4. Um, yeah, I think that's it. You know, I think that's all we've got for tonight's episode. Um, we covered it all. We covered it all. I think, right? Is there anything I'm missing? DJ good, Voight good, Frazier good, Geo good, everybody else can fuck off. <laughs> everybody else can fuck off. Oh, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. 20 and 15. What's that? Uh, 35 games. All right, so you've got 25 games remaining. That 40-win season that I was hoping for is definitely out the window. Now you have to shoot for 35. And even that's going to be difficult the way they're going. Shit. Something in me wants to say they're going to be 33 and 27. And honestly, with the way the Rays are going and with how the Blue Jays are going, that could get them third place. And again, I know there's a 16-team playoff thing, but it's all about expectations, baby. The Yankees, you know, that's why I'm so hard about them. I'm so hard on them because it's all about fucking expectations. And the Yankees' expectations, we all know it. It's boom or bust. It's World Series or bust. It's win the division, win the equivalent to 100 games, and get to the World Series and win it. That's their expectation every damn year. Right? And so being in a situation where we are 20 and 15, almost five games out of first place to the small market Tampa Bay Rays who have just bitched us around all season. It makes me upset. It makes me really upset. It makes me pissed off. So that's why I'm, you know, I went on my little tangent tonight. Um, we're almost 40, we're almost 40 minutes in, so I don't want to waste any more of your time. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to BD4. I'm your host of BD4. I'm your host, Rob Carbone. Um, yeah, that you you just listened to BD4 or watched BD4 if you watch the podcast on YouTube. Or again, you can also listen to the podcast on the many platforms we have. Just go to my website, nysportsdocrc.wordpress.com slash connect. And that's it. Guys, thank you so much. And I'll see you in episode 154. All right. Rob Carbone signing out. All right. Ciao. <laughs>